Good Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Give me some love. Y'all did great, man. Check it out. That's what it's about. It's about the cross. It was not. Y'all did great. Don't y'all like that? Man, you see all the opportunities we missed out when we were little? I'm, I'm sitting there trying to go in the bedroom and take my, my daddy's wallet. They're about to cross. You know what I'm saying? They, that's, you know, that's what they're supposed to be about right there. See, look here, I wish I had some friends like you when I was little. But I got some friends like you now, don't I? Look at this whole house for them. Look at that. Yeah. Man, that's some powerful stuff, man. Powerful. Man. Look here, I got to, I got to, my, my squirrels got to take a break real fast. Give them another round of applause. <laughs> Y'all are awesome. Y'all are awesome. It's all about the cross, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why for so long people think it's about everything else. So like I said earlier, from this day forward, I'm asking for the people around me to commit to him. That shouldn't be too much to ask because, you know, you, you commit to other things all the time yourself every day, right? You know, you, at work or whatever. I want, I, want, I want us to start not just, see, in here I want it to be in a learning experience. I don't want you to just seek coming into the parking lot and coming into a building. I want you to seek God. I want you to know him. I want you to be on a personal level with him. Where you, when you talk to him, you, you can call on him just like you call on your friends all the time. He'll talk back to you, I promise you. You just open up and you start praying to him and start talking to him. He's going to let you know. He's going to give you some answers. I know y'all think that's crazy, but I promise you, if you just believe and open up and commit, it'll happen. I know this. Every day I wake up, he walks me every day. All the way through all them storms we were talking about earlier and everything, I, I don't worry about it. It gets a little rough sometimes, but then you got them people in your life. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have these people... They commit themselves to God. You're going to be lost. you got to start surrounding yourself. And that's what this is about right here is building a family that loves you. Not just here, everywhere. Amen. Don't just go into one place and then leave back out there and just say, I can only go in there. I, man, look here. Listen to, listen to what Matthew 22, 37 through 39 states. This is his words. Remember we sang about them red letters earlier? Listen to what Jesus says. Jesus replied, he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. 39, it goes on to say, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Neighbors are everybody. Everybody around you. Neighboring, especially like this. This is, this is what we got to grasp on as Christians. It's neighboring churches. Neighboring houses. Them people are your family too. You got to go show them that you love them too. In your neighborhood, in your church house, everywhere, Walmart, wherever it goes, those are your neighbors. I know it's hard. Even when they're doing like this in the left lane and you want them to move out the way, road raging, them's your neighbors. You got to love them. It doesn't matter what they're doing. You have to love them because the only way they're going to find Christ is if you love them, no matter how hard it is. First of all, I want you to start tonight. I want you to love God. Then I want you to start to love yourself a little bit more tonight. That's what I want you to do. And have fun with this stuff. People think, man, you know, all the time when they join over, they're like, I'm, I ain't finna go to church. I, and man, that's when all the fun stops. Are you crazy? 
We've been raising the roof in this place tonight. Man, it just started. You know how crazy that we would look to them if we all showed up at the same time somewhere doing what we do? They're going to catch on and they're going to catch flight. They're going to try to get with you. I promise you. That's the kind of commitment I'm telling you about. If you just live it 24-7, no matter what. Man, look here. We don't mind. We go to restaurants where we at. We pray before we eat. We do it as a family. We always let them know who we represent. That's what I want y'all to do. Commit. Because I know how hard it is if you don't. One day. Don't, don't, you can't play wishy-washy with it. Doing it sometimes, three days out the week. You got to do it every day. Little baby say hallelujah back there. What? Not here back there. Matthew 6, 33 states this. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. You want to know how to love? Seek his kingdom. Seek his righteousness. Quit trying to figure out things on your own. Guess what? I'm going to tell you a little secret. We dummies. And people can take it however you want to take it. But if we had all the answers and we could figure this out, then guess what? We'd be running the show, huh? And we are not, are we? But every time we try to on our own strength, what happens? That's right. Get yourself in a conundrum. That's what my, that's what my, my coworker says. I'll be like, what the heck is a conundrum? I'm going to Google it tonight, though. I'm going to figure it out because I'm tired of them talking about it. And if y'all already know, y'all tell me ahead of time so I don't look so crazy at work on Monday. All I want you to know is, look, you got to seek one before preparing for two. If people try to get like this, I had a lot of this stuff. Now, pay attention. You got to pass this on. If you're not in a relationship and you don't have one, check it out. If you don't have anything in your life, first, you got to form a relationship with him. All right? Then he's going to prepare you to go out and do number two, which is that little guy or little girl you done seen at the gym or wherever you've seen him at, and, and you wanna, you're trying to form something with him. Well, look, you got to seek him first. Because without him first, it'll fail. It will not work. I'm telling you that right now because I see it all the time. And if you're already married, you already know the business. You know, y'all better be seeking him together. If we, and if you're in a relationship and only one of y'all is doing it, look here. You better go to him and tell him. Give him an ultimatum. It's time to commit. You know, you're either going to do this. Your friends, this goes with anything. You got a best friend or whatever. If they're not ready to ride with you all the way with Jesus Christ, they got to go. I'm telling you that right now. They got to go. That means when you got a best friend or you got a loved one, or you're married or whatever that, look, look what, it can, this, what it consists of. Every day, you call on one another. You pray together. There's power in prayer. You got to let each other know that you care and love for one another that much. You can't just walk around. If you're, if you're fighting each other, it's never going to work. If you're fighting what Jesus is trying to do in your life, it's never going to work. You'll never make a connection. You can't keep fighting them. You got to commit. It's the only way it's going to work. Man, I was riding and I did like this. I, I've been on a barge, man, all this week. Man, I've been struggling. I just got off of it. I was like this. I don't even remember what I was going to talk about. I just did like this. I went up in here. I said, man, look, here. I'm going to grab a piece of paper. And look, it goes lines up all the time with everything. Jesus is just right on time all the time. I'm trying to tell you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about him. <coughs> Family like this, what are we doing right now? We're enjoying God's word together. That's the kind of people you have to surround yourself with. Not people that's talking about, you know, I had to go through it just this week. Because your, your flesh is weak. I'm trying to tell you all now. It's weak. 
It don't take but a second to take your mind off of Jesus and take it right back on what you're going to do to somebody else. And if you look, you can't do that, though. Look here. When you make a commitment, you got to stay committed. Amen. Thank you, God, for the people that are placed in my path that always remind me of how important it is to stay the path. Stay the course. Not veer left and right. You got to walk straight. I know it's hard, ladies and gentlemen. I know y'all are sitting there like this. That sounds real crazy. Well, what's, where are y'all at right now? Tell me a better plan. Tell me how the plan works when you just do it your way and you just walk in willy-nilly. You just, just like a car, if you're driving straight and you see what it says, and then, man, I done did this before, and I know you did it too. All this technology with GPS. You riding, but you thinking that you got a better way to go. <laughs> so, and you see it. If you see a little road, new little road right here, and you're going to like, well, this one will get me there quicker. And then you end up, you was going to Ohio, but you ended up in Oregon. And that's how your life is. Every time you veer off your path, he's got a path to straighten your way. He's telling you, just go right here with me, and I'm going to take you to where you need to go. You know what I'm saying? But no, here goes them old, here goes them old dummy, them old stupid sheep. And like, but look over there, there's a trail. And then they go over the trail. Here come them wolves. Come here, boy. Come here, girl. And then you find yourself in old thing. I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, you do. You got off that path. If you commit to something, then stay committed to it. I learned about that today. Yeah, not just today, but it was real. It, it, it made a statement today on that board about how commitment is. It's to your job, to everything. I was in a, my mind got so unfocused, and I do this all the time. This is what I live for. But I thought for the flesh for one moment and wanted to quit my job, wanted to leave my house, wanted to leave everything. I was gone. Going to lose everything. My relationship, everything was about to go to hell in a handbasket because I wanted to do it my way. I thought playing around and having fun and just talking and giggling and, and just doing living your life willy-nilly is how everybody does it. That's not how you do it when you're committed to Christ. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? We are ministers of this. And the only Jesus they'll ever see is us. So if we're all living willy-nilly, guess what? The rest of the world's going to live willy-nilly too. They're going to be like, why do we want to join up with Jesus when they're doing the same thing we're doing? So now it's time to make a commitment. And furthermore, I know I, I dug deep this week. I had to dig deep. I was like this, you ready for this? That's what he asked you. Boy, you, look here, man, look at this. You got a four-lane highway I gave you. And you still way over there in the mercy lane looking for spare tires and stuff that ain't got nothing to do with you, picking up paper on the side of the road. Get your butt back on the highway and go. So here I am. We going, but I need y'all to go with me. All right. See, there's this thing called a survey that they hold all the time. Y'all know what they do, huh? They kind of, you know, so on a family, see, if, if we're family, look at, our, look at our stats. Fewer than 8% of Christian families pray together regularly. Ask yourself in here. Do y'all pray for somebody daily? Just you know you got you know you got a few percentage. I know a few, but there's few. Like he said, there's eight percent in here. If you raise your hand, go ahead and raise your hand. Look around the room. Boy, we get powerful in here. I like this, man. See, now I need next time when I come in here, I need everybody's hand raised. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all we gotta pray for one another. I don't want these little percentages. That don't even sound good, does it? Eight percent is looking out for you in your family? See, this comes from a survey from a church family. Because everybody goes in 
and you're looking around and everybody's smiling, don't they? I love you, man. I love you too, Betty. I love you, Johnny. Your kids are looking great. Look, 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 look. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there ain't but 8% of y'all really told the truth the whole time. That's sad, ain't it? So if you don't learn about these, these red letters and you don't, and you, you, don't get a, you don't get a relationship with them, you're never, ever going to be to have what they call discernment. You're not going to be able to see that in somebody. And then all it's going to do is going to get, look here, lady, this is 8% now when people know that there's a Jesus. So how bad do you think it's going to get if you don't get on board? It's time. The time is now. If I can hear in this family, I don't, I don't do it. I'm going to go around here. I talk to everybody here. I connect with everybody that comes through that door. And be, people, people, you know, we say, God, I want to know you on a personal level. I want to know if you're supposed to be in my circle or not. That's how I, that's how I do things. I don't, need, I don't need nobody just playing around with this. Because see, if you're playing around, then I'm going to start playing. Because I think it's okay. Because that's what I'm surrounded by. I got to have people that are going to tell me, hey, man, you're screwing up. What you did the other day ain't right. You need to check yourself. I need people to get on to me. And you need them people in your life too. People that tell you the truth. Not these 8% that's sitting around here lying to you all the time. So let's build a real family. Stop lying and start telling the truth to everybody. And don't turn over your podium when you're talking. When you get excited. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is, is the bridge between the Old and the New Testament. He's also the bridge between the old and the new you. The only way you're going to become new is you got to get on Jesus' train. You got to get on here and make a, and start part of this new covenant. She can preach if she wants to. Bring on up to the front. I love babies. Man, ain't they so special? You hear that? Man. Hmm. I'd adopt a whole bunch of them, man, if I had time. Will y'all be my babies? I'll adopt all y'all. Don't cry no much. Are y'all potty trained? <laughs> I ain't working. I got to work on diapers too. See, we were born under sin. And he did that to introduce us to life. See, it started way back. Let's start at the beginning. I know a lot of everybody done heard this story, but this is where it all started at. There was a man and a woman that he created, Adam and Eve. You heard this story before? Everybody heard this story, but they don't want to listen to it. Well, here, let it hit you in a little different way to, tonight. This is how it all starts. If you want to look at it as yourself today, you got two people. Let's look at it like that. He's giving you a choice right now tonight. And he told you, I'm going to give you life, or you can take that route right there, and you can take death. Now, do you have somebody on your team that's going to help you choose life? Or are they going to make you make a decision to cause destruction for everybody in this room? You have to understand something in here because there's something that you're not supposed to be doing. And you know it. There's people in this room. I know it because guess what? I'm a sinner and I don't have it all figured out. So I know everybody in here is holding on to something that you ain't supposed to be doing. And you better let it go before it causes destruction to everything. If you want something out of life, then you give it your all. If somebody tells you not to do something, be obedient. That's what it's all about. When you be disobedient, that's what causes everything to be destroyed. 
So, man, how could people do that when you have such beautiful things? Look, look at this family. You don't want for nothing. This is what he's talking about. If you ask if anything in here from anybody in here, I promise you'll get it. You will not go hungry. You, your bills, whatever you do, you need a job, whatever. Somebody's going to know somebody that connects you with somebody to help you out in life. You will not be without. Now, do you want to trade all that in for what you got? I'm going to go over here with my plan. That's what happens. You better have somebody on your team, a teammate, if you're married. The man, look here, I blame it on the man all the time. Because the man is, you know, that's where it comes from. He was created first. It doesn't matter what she was fixing to do. He should have distilled in her something. He should have stopped that. You can't blame it on that. So you can't blame it on your friend when you screw up, right? It's your choice. Have somebody around you strong enough to uplift you and keep you focused and not do the wrong things. That's where you're doing about this. That's why you're putting Jesus first. You, you attend church as a family. You pray together. You do everything as a family. That's why I bring people from here. And we go to other places and visit and let them know that we love them. It's not, in, you got to go beyond the walls to do this, ladies and gentlemen. But first, you got to commit. You got to start surrounding yourself with people that's going to help you on this vision, this mission for Jesus. You want to change into a new person? You got to meet Jesus so he can bridge that gap. So look at the people you came in here with, the people you rode in this house tonight. You better sit down with them when you get back home and ask them about these things so you can feel it. It won't take long. Ask them simple questions. What do you want to do with your life? They start doing like this, mumbling and fumbling. I don't know. And they're grown? You don't got no plan? You ain't got no plan yet? Come on. It's time to get a plan together, a goal. Are you going to succeed right away? No. But you got to have something to shoot for. And if they're not in the best interest for you, you got to let them go. It's a Jesus thing. Man, this feels so good, man, when we talk about Jesus, ain't it? Man, he does so much thing, so much for us and we don't even realize it. He wants to make a new movement with us. Bridge everything. So look, at, look, look what he says here. Jesus would reduce the 600 plus Jewish laws to two. That's what he died for. There were so many laws and he knew we couldn't keep them. 600 plus law, Jewish laws they had to follow. Can you imagine trying to follow all them laws? Look here, we know we can't do it. We couldn't even stop from eating off a tree. He said, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go over there and eat anyway. And you knew when you was little, you, you knew you fell and look at, you remember all them whoopings we took? Because they said, don't go outside after dark. You still went outside after dark. Don't go in the refrigerator and get none them leftovers because that's food for tomorrow. I still went in the butter bowl and got the leftovers because I'm hungry and I got a beating because I didn't listen to what somebody told me. Listen tonight what you've seen here tonight. Do, be obedient. Get with Jesus, man. He's, he's going to help you to the, that, everything you want to do. Look, at, in the end, it came down to one. And he sent his followers into the world to teach what he, not Moses, commanded. So we can go back and we can look what he said once again. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Amen. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you can't do that, there's something missing out of your life. You should love one another. 
Look around here in this room. I understand you probably don't know half the people. It doesn't matter. You still got to love them. They're never going to reach their true potential or their destiny and have their vision fulfilled unless you love them. So many people give up. So many people walk away. Look here. He'll never give up on you. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been through so much. And I know there's people in here that have been too. When is it going to stop? Ask yourself, when is it going to stop? When is the time within you going to say that you are tired of doing it your way and you want a new way? Jesus is the way. I spent 30-something odd years just, <laughs> I mean, you know, the story goes on and on. And I'm sure everybody in here has got a story to tell. And if you do, then overcome that. Don't be defined by that story. You can be somebody. You can overcome through Jesus Christ. You can teach people this. Don't leave them down there no more. Sitting out there when you're going to them little the 12-step programs or Alcohol Anonymous or wherever you're at, and you just walk by them and you watch them. They found somebody out there in Tent City I heard earlier. Those guys are already broken and homeless. And then how would that be? You're sitting beside somebody that's already broken and down, and then now somebody, now they're deceased. Somebody in your group. That family should be stronger than anything, but there's nobody out there to reach them. We should. That's what we were called to do. So it's time to gather together. That's why I'm here to talk about it tonight. That's what I want to build a family. Not to just sit in here and talk about it. About Be about it. We're Jesus. We're followers. We go reach them broken people out there because we're losing right now. There's no sense for them people to be out there like that without. Amen. We're not. So give a little bit of what you have to them and everybody and your neighbor. That's what it's about. So stay in here tonight, man. I'm, we're going to show you what it is about. We're going to talk and we're going to connect in here in a little bit right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope tonight that you receive something from this message. Something somewhere in your heart from the, from the worshiping to knowing you need Jesus in your life to feel that empty space within inside you. It's time. It's time to group together as a family and do this as a family. We pray together. We're going to worship together. We're going to learn together. We're going to grow together. Are y'all ready? Amen. No, no, just don't say it. Because it's not a me thing. It's a what? It's a we thing. So I need everybody. He needs us most importantly. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start bonding and grouping up. Form your own little small group. Let's reach these people. Good night and God bless. Hope you receive something this evening.